All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of In the End. I know I said it before, but I mean it this time. You are in for a treat. We got another good one coming your way. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into it. It's another episode of In the End. Everybody, hope everybody's doing all right. Uh, you know, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, like I said, we got another episode for you today. Um, happy that uh, I'm glad that everybody who's listening, who's been tuning in, showing support, um, you know, giving some love. Um, like I said, we got a lot of good stuff coming your way. Um, I mean, not not just today, but like in the you know coming episodes as well. I got a lot of um, a lot of got a lot of good friends who jumping on. Uh, they're gonna go ahead and and join me, not not today, but like I said, eventually. Um, and um, you know, we got the we got a lot of stuff in the works, right? We're gonna have Feth back on. Um, um, we, we we got a, a another guy, um, a good friend of mine. He's gonna go ahead and jump on, and um, one of my homegirls, she's gonna get on with us as well. Um, you know, give us some perspective on you know from a female view, you know. Um, and my sister's gonna jump on pretty soon as well. And um, yeah, you know, we got a lot of good stuff coming your, coming our way um, for, for the viewers, for you know, and for myself. Honestly, um, this isn't for y'all. I hope y'all know that. Like, y'all listen to me, and I appreciate it. But this is one hundred percent for me. Like, I love doing this, and um, I probably do it if no one listened. You know, and I'm just being honest with you. I do it if nobody listened, um, because this is this is as I mentioned before. This is like. This is like deep therapy, you know. This is uh, getting your thoughts out all on um, on audio, um, and I mean, people have been doing it forever, right? You know, like people have been writing down their thoughts or um, writing, you know, are, are recording like memos and um, uh, replaying it back to themselves later. Just getting, you know, things that they've been thinking about, getting it off their head. Um, you know, and giving it to technology, you know, put put it on their shoulders because as human beings, you know, we got enough to deal with. We got enough on our shoulders. Um, let's go ahead. Let's give it to technology because they're, they're not doing anything. They're just sitting there minding their business, not contributing to nothing right there. Plugged in using up all our electricity. Um, we got to pay for those things. You know what I mean? We Not only do we got to buy the products, the electrical, you know what I'm saying? Like your cell phone, you know, or or my software to uh, record this, you know, or the microphone or, you know what I'm saying? Or this little, um, you know, device that's connected to the microphone, to, you know, to edit the voice. Um, you know, that, that we, we pay for all those things, right? And then we plug them in. And then they use the electricity. So then we pay again for that. And then they're just sitting there lazy, you know, doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? We got to we gotta figure out a way to put them to work. And so what I do is I put a little stress on them. You know what I mean? I, I let them feel what I feel. You know, I'm having a bad day. I go out to start talking to them, like right now. You know, I just put all my shit out on them, like, you know? Like just anything that's on the top of my head that's bothered me. I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, remember when I broke the window when I was in third grade? Like, that shit's been on, this has been weighing on me heavy. 
And so I go ahead and tell the electronics. And then they're, you know, now, now they got to stress out about it. And I'm good. Now I get to sleep at night. And they're up, you know, thinking about it. Like, damn, like, why did he break that window? Like, what was wrong with him? Did he get in trouble? You know, that's their problem now. It's not my problem. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just going ahead. I'm getting it off my chest, you know, getting it off my mind so that they then got to worry about it, you know? And, um... Yeah, that's just how that's how it should go because you shouldn't be holding on to that stuff. Give it to an electronic. You know, that's what it's here for. It's, you know, except I I extremely despise when I see individuals on social media and they put out all their business out there, you know, they're like, "I want this problem to be everybody else's problem." I'm like, "Nah, you keep you hold on to that. You hold on to the fact that your baby father left you for his other baby mother because his other baby mother got six kids and now he want to play stepdaddy to three of them. You know, you hold on to that. Don't give that to the electronic, you know, at least not that particular one. You know what I'm saying? That that particular type of technology, they're selfish, right? Social media stuff, they're like, I don't want it on my shoulders. You know, Twitter is like, I'm not holding on to this shit. I'm, I'm giving it to the people. Like, I don't want this. You know, they're selfish. They're terrible therapists. You know, social media is terrible therapy because they go and they tell everybody, you know, you in there, you thinking you being sneaky, you know what I'm saying? Or you think you being, you know, this is a, you know, privileged conversation, you know, like you're in the therapist's office and you're like, hey, you know, uh, um, um, client privilege, you know, like you thinking that's just between you and them. And then next thing you know, damn, the tweet is out and everybody saw it. And you're like, damn, Twitter, why would you do that to me? And then they, now it's a bird. Act like they don't know shit. Tweet, 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 just tweeting. You know what I'm saying? Just fly away. Now they don't know shit. You know? They didn't told everybody already. Now they're going to fly away like they didn't, like they didn't just go tell the whole neighborhood. Like that don't make no sense. It don't. It don't right? So that's why you got to be careful who you tell. That's all I'm saying, right? <clears throat> I used to have a, um, you know, like a, um, I don't know, like a 13-year-old girl. I had a little diary, right? But except I wasn't 13 and I wasn't a girl. Um, I got it. Honestly, I, I got it when I was like 20-something because I used to have like these wild, like vivid dreams and I used to always think, oh, these are good. These would be good movie premises, right? So I wake up and I jump up and I hurry up and write it down, right? Whatever I just had a dream about or, you know, whatever was on my mind at that moment. Um, yeah, you know, and I, I always thought that was like a really good idea. Let's go just get this shit off your chest real quick, you know, so you don't walk around all day thinking like, was that a movie? Did I make that up? I, no, I, I watched the movie last night. I watched that movie last night. God damn it. I'm thinking I had a great idea and I didn't watch that movie last night. I wrote the whole damn thing down. So I, I kind of had to stop doing that because it was a good idea. But then I'm like, I'm just stealing movie ideas from other people. And I'm not trying to get sued. You know what I mean? I don't want to, I, I don't want to, you know, send in a script. And then they're like, motherfucker, this is Black Titanic. Like you did not make this up. And I'm like, oh shit, you're right. I'm like, fuck, did I really just write down the entire, like, scene by scene to Titanic? Like, what was I thinking? Like, bro, you seen Titanic. 
a million times. How did you think you created that? You know, you have this idea, you wake up, you have this idea of, you're, in your head, you were like, oh man, I got this great premise for a movie, right? You're, there's, a, there's, a, there's a ship, the ship sinks, right? With all these people on it, but, but here's the here's the catch, right? I'm thinking I'm M. Night Shyamalan. Here's the twist. People go down with the ship. Then nobody's jumping off. Everybody's just like, we're going to die with it, right? And then there's a guy who is like an asshole, and he wants to get on a ship before. He wants to get on a, 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 a lifeboat before women and children. And I'm like, bro. And, and then I, even, even in my head, I'm like, and I'm going to get Billy Zane to play that. I'm going to get Billy Zane to play the asshole. I'm like, well. Man, this movie already exists, bro. Like, what were you thinking? <laughs> You're already casting characters that he already plays that part. He plays that part in the movie that you're talking about that you think you made up, but you didn't. Right? And I'm like, bro, you are tripping. Just stop dreaming dreams of movies that already existed. And then I gotta, you know, I gotta snap back to reality and come up with my own ideas. Because that's not going to work. That's not going to work if I'm stealing, you know, ideas from movies that already exist. Right? Um, but, you know, I, I, when I was younger, I always wanted to get into, like, the movie or music industry. Um, like, the biz. Right? I wanted to get into the biz. So, like, no joke. I had one, one Jewish friend. And I was just like, bro, who do you know? You gotta know somebody. And he's like, I don't what what are you talking about? I'm like, you gotta know somebody in the business somewhere. And he's like, why would you say that? I'm like, you know, you you know, because you're you're you. What do you mean I'm me? And I'm like, because you're you got the thing on your head, you know. They're like, what are you talking about? You, 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 you know, you had a bar mitzvah, you no, what 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 is that? you're Jewish. You got to know somebody in the biz, right? He's like, bro, that's racist. And I'm like, listen, I don't care. Who do you know? Right? It's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. Listen, I've been protecting you your whole life. People have been trying to beat you up, right? Talking about, give me that baseball cap off your head. And I'm like, bro, have some respect, right? (laughs) And I'm protecting you your whole life. And he looks at me like, no, you didn't. Like you, how we met, you beat me up. And I'm like, I did. And I'm sorry for that. Is that why you're not telling, you know, you're not connecting me with Adam Sandler and all these other people in the biz because I beat you up a long time ago? Man, that was, that's, that's old news. You gotta let that go. You know, that's old news. You know, I'm, I said I was sorry then, you know, so but, I, but after that I protected you. And then he's like, no, you didn't. Like you and your friends picked on me for years. And I'm like, that's not possible. How are we friends now? He's like, we're not friends. You just call me when you need something. And I'm like, that that's debatable. That's debatable. Anyways, it we just kept, you know, we just kept going on our way. He just continued to give me a ride wherever he, I was going, you know, because I needed to ride that day to school. I think I work, or I don't remember where I was going, but he continued to give me a ride and I, you know, I just told him like I told him I told him unless he has unless he knows somebody, lose my number. And um, needless to say, we haven't talked since. I gotta reach out though. 
I wonder how he's doing. And now that I got a podcast, I wonder if he connected with somebody in the biz. I don't know. I got to ask him. I wonder if he knows a guy who knows a guy, you know, because that's the only way I'm, that's the only way you're going to come up. You got to know a guy who knows a guy, right? Not like, not like. It's not like how things were like in the past, right? Where you had to like, like how I, was, I watch a lot of, um, I, I follow a lot of comics, right? And just see like where their journey is and you know, where they started at and then where they're headed. And um, they, they had to put in like a lot of work, right? Like I mentioned this before, I believe on another podcast was that, was that they had to put in a lot of work. They had to um, go to comedy clubs, right? They had to do spots, you know, that were like, you know, just not ideal spots, you know, like when nobody's there basically, or like super late when everybody's like drunk and anybody's gonna laugh at that point, you know, it doesn't even, you know what I mean? You even gotta be really that funny at that point. But, you know, uh, I talked about how like they had to kind of make those, 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 those comeuppance, you know, they had to put in that time. Um, and, you know, they had to get shitted on like a lot. You know, like people had to just be like, that guy's not funny. Like this guy's not funny. Like he needs to work on his material, whatever, whatever. Right. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't think that's the case anymore. I think it's like, if you know somebody, you know somebody, right? Like, you know, like I used to watch, um, like, like, uh, like Knocked Up, right? With Joe, with uh, um, Seth Rogen. And like, you see all these other guys in there, like uh, Jonah Hill, um, Craig Robinson's in it, right? You see a lot of guys in there. And then as he kind of, as his career evolved, right? Um, you kind of see these same characters like over and over and over again, right? Like they're, they're recycling the same people. And like, he's like, how are these guys really like getting in these movies just because they know these people? And that's how I feel. That's how I feel it is. Like you just got to know somebody. I mean, I don't know nobody. I know thugs, you know, but they not, you know what I'm saying? They don't get you in the movie, you know, a thug, you know, maybe in a music video, you know, if they shoot one of those low budget ones on a, on a Canon camera, you know, in the middle of the street and, you know, you gotta hurry to take a couple pictures with somebody else's car, get a couple shots, you know, and then you run off. And, but you know, that's like the whole premise of your music video. Um, so I mean, maybe that, but that's even then that's not, ah, I don't think I can go from music video to, um, starring next to Kevin Hart, I, I don't think that's possible, you know. Um, maybe I don't know. I'm gonna try. Um, and yeah, and I know, I know a dentist. You know, I, <clears throat> I don't know how that helps me though. I, you know what I mean? I knowing that a dentist, um, he's good, but I don't know if he can get me into a movie. I'll have to. I guess I'll shoot and shot, you know, see what happens. Um, tons of teachers. I mean, ugh, worthless though. What can they do for you? Teach your kids? <laughs> That's about it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> let me see. Oh, ah, I don't, I don't know anybody of fame, you know, like a couple musicians. Um, I mean, some pro athletes. No couple pro athletes, but I mean, I'm not trying to name drop or anything, but like, you know, I once, um, I once a uh, fake valet parked, um, Terrell Suggs' car. I mean, I, 
You know, I'm, I'm that guy. I was that guy. I'm not sure if I told you guys that story, but that was me, by the way. Yeah, it was um, <clears throat> it was a Mercedes. Um, it was nice. It was nice. And then he realized I wasn't valet. And he was like, get the fuck out of my car. But for like two seconds, man, I felt like I was on I was on cloud nine. I was I was in the high life, right? I was like, trust us, let me get a picture with you. It's like, get out of my damn car. It's like, all right, man. <clears throat> but in those two minutes, yeah, I was I was the man for those two minutes. I was the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but man, I need to I need to branch out. Definitely need to branch out. I need to speak to more people. I need to I need to get to know more people, I think. You know? I'm I'm such a shut-in. Like I'm such a like it's like work, home, family. You know what I'm saying? I need to like do more stuff. I need to travel maybe. You know, I need to travel more, you know, without my family. You know, because everywhere I go, every, anytime I'm traveling, I'm doing something, it's like family related. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's family related. Um, I never just, you know, just just go out of town, like just for myself or like, you know what I mean? Like, but hopefully, um, hopefully, you know, those opportunities change because I know somebody out there knows somebody who can then connect me, right? So if you know somebody then you, and you know me, then hey, come on, come on, send them my way. But anyways, like I said, I got some, um, I got some, uh, some, um, some people coming on, some interesting people coming on uh, that we got lined up. Uh, you know how like, you ever listen to podcasters are like, like, comedians who do podcasting or like in, individuals who are like in like some type of limelight you know or some type of uh, <clears throat> um i don't know they're famous right they're famous people and famous or rich and um they always got something going on right they come on their podcast and literally like the first like 15 20 minutes is just them saying like what they're gonna be doing soon right you got people just reading their whole calendar off, right? They're like, June 22nd, I'm at the Harkin Theater. September 22nd, I'm at uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Um, y'all can see me there. Go ahead and get an autograph. On um, Tuesday, November 3rd, I'll be at uh, Planet Fitness parking lot. Y'all be set up over there. Got the team. Um, we're, we're just, you know, we're just doing comedy. And I'm just like, man, they just, they got a lot going on, man. They got a lot going on. They talking about dinner dates. They talking about getting a fitness on. They talking about doing stand-up. And I'm like, man, what I'm going to say? You know what I'm going to say? Wednesday, picking up my daughter from uh, from uh, after school program. Yep, go ahead, see me there, see me there. I'm, I'm, I'm talking good comedy there. Nah, man, I'm not gonna say that. You know, I am working on a, um, I am working on a stand-up routine though. That hopefully I get to, I get to get to. I mean, you know what I'm saying hopefully I get it formulated together and, you know, presented out some. You know, hopefully, hopefully soon, right? Uh, that, that'll be, that'll be good, you know, so that's what I'm working on right now, but other than that, man, like, you know, 
this is this is uh this is what i this is my life right here right this is my life you know <clears throat> but yeah how how is it you know what i'm saying they always got something going on they always announcing something like you could you know their tour dates already like passed and over and then like it's like let me go ahead and give you those tour dates for the for you know coming up in you know 2027. I'm like, how you already have tour dates set up for 2027? That make no sense. You know, yeah, you might be canceled by then. You might as well go ahead and not schedule those in advance. I wouldn't schedule those in advance if I was you, especially with comedy. Like, bro, like, it's comedy comedians are seasonal for sure. You know what I mean? There's some that sneak through the cracks, right? That are like, they have some longevity, like Kevin Hart, you know? Um, Dave Chappelle, you know, it's a couple of them, right? They can like sneak through the cracks and like just, you know, have just long careers, right? And then there are some that, um, there are some that, yeah, man, like they're, they're definitely seasonal, like, like Dan Cook or, or like Chris D'Elia, like, you know what I'm saying? They're seasonal. Like you see them and and then if you didn't, if you didn't fucking, if you fucking batted an eye or, you know what I'm saying, you lingered on a blink, them motherfuckers is gone. When you look back, when you, you know what I'm saying, you go back to look them up, it says, they're gone. You you just kicked off the face of either cancel, you know what I'm saying, or they just, people were just like, you're not funny. You're not funny. And I'm like, Damn. How are you funny one minute and then not funny the next? Like, where does the comedy go? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got, do you got like a certain amount of laughs in you? You know what I mean? Like, you got a certain amount of good jokes in your body. And like, once you're like all out of those jokes, you're just like done. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Because if that's the case, I'm done now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not, I have no... I'm, I'm not there's no growth you know what I mean there's I have no growth there's gonna be no growth you know what I'm saying because it's gonna, I'll be here today I might not even I might not even have a podcast by next week right next Wednesday I'm gonna be like yeah everybody uh stay tuned for the next episode of in the end and next Wednesday comes around and it's like where's the episode at right you go to my Twitter it says uh deleted you go to my Facebook it says never existed you know, you pull up my social security number, it, it's not even to me. It's a different person, right? It's to a different, it ain't even to me. You know, it just never existed. Poof, gone. You know, and that's what happens. You know, that's what happens to comedians. I don't, you know, and I don't know why. You know, it, it, I mean, it, I think it happens to everyone in the biz eventually, right? Like, um, um, I hear podcasters all the time, or comedians are all the time, they're like, there's people who like fade away, right? Like kind of graciously, you just kind of don't hear about them anymore. And there's people who just fall off, right? It's just like one day they're hot, one day they're not. You know, they just disappear, you know? And I think that's just the, like the, like part of, it's like one of the facets of the business, I guess. You know, I, I wouldn't know. I'm not in it. I know no one and I am connected with no one yet. Right? Yet. But watch. One day. Not even one day. I don't want to sound hopeful. You know what I mean? I don't want to sound hopeful. 
I'm telling you, right? Be on Joe Rogan, and I'm gonna be like, I think I could take you, Joe. One on one, I think I could take you. I don't care how many, I don't care how many classes you take. I don't care how many black belts you got. I think I could take you. I don't know why. I think I could take Joe Rogan well. <laughs> Comedians are going to be like, what? This guy's fucking crazy. I'm like, no, Joe. That's what I'm, I'm going to stand next to him. I'm like, bro, it's an honor to be here. Man, you have an awesome platform. I'm, I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be a part of this. Joe, I think I could fuck you up one-on-one. And I know it sounds crazy. He's going to be like, what are you what are you talking why would you even I'm like bro I don't know why I think I can um yeah I think I can but anyways that's what I'm gonna say when I get on there I don't want to go on there anyways honestly I'd rather not there's so many other podcasts I'd rather jump onto. um like um let me see like bad friends man I fucking love bad friends Amsterdamino, Bobby Lee, bro, hilarious, hilarious. Doc, not not that funny, but I haven't seen him on there in a minute. He's not that funny. Um, they should replace yo. They should replace me with Doc, right? Little Black Magic. They should replace me with him because I think I think I'm funny. I think I bring a lot more to the show than Doc. You know, if I'm honest, and um, and Rudy or Jules, like she is worthless. You know, she barely speaks English. She doesn't even know what's going on half the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, here's comedy, and she looking at you like, fuck, I don't even know English, and you're talking about comedy. You know? So just get rid of both of them. Bring me on, right? Now we got a black, we got an Asian guy. Oh, a red-headed white dude, and then we got a half-black, half-mexican on. Jesus Christ. I think we just just created the best podcast ever. Right there. Boom. Bad friends. That'd be awesome. Yep. So, um, yeah, Bad Friends, awesome show. You know, watch that religiously. Um, And then Andrew Santino's podcast, uh, Ginger Whiskey. You know, all these ones that I'm saying, you gotta, you guys gotta check them out. If you all, if you listen to me, you listen to, you know, you like, you know, people saying like, just random stuff. You you gotta listen to both of those. Uh, Theo Vaughn, um, his podcast. Uh, let me think, what is his called? I don't even remember. You know, like off the top of my head. But don't get me wrong, I li- I do listen to these like religiously, but. You know, I still forget. This past weekend. So you guys got to check that out. Um, let me see. Um, Tiger Belly. Nah, fuck that. Don't, don't, go, don't listen. Bobby Lee's on it, but um, Kalani is a terrible person. And so I don't recommend that. I, I am not sending them uh, any audience. Some of them, some of the podcasts, like they're like fake as fuck, man. Like you listen to them and um, they all sound like scripted. And I'm like, like Fighter and the Kid, you know, sometimes like 
it sounds scripted. Like, it's not funny. Like, you know, like, there's no spontaneity there. Like, they're just regurgitating the same jokes, like, over and over again. It's like, yeah, it's a little annoying, if I'm being honest, right? Um, Chris DeStefano, uh, um, yeah, he, he's he's super funny. You know, I, this, this dude, like... Um, I hit between him and Theo Vaughn is kind of where I try to get my my podcast cadence from. Like they speak like really, really fast, right? They give you they don't even give you opportunities to think about what you're listening to, but next thing you know, they fucking curveball and they're talking about something else, right? It's like it's super fast, right? Like you're driving a Maserati, right? Or you're driving a, a Lamborghini, right? It's just like quick turn quick turns that's all they do is quick turns they speak really really fast and um you know i love it right especially with andrew santino when he starts going off and just speaking like really fast i'm like man i love it you know that's what i kind of try to pick up my cadence from is it you know and then the, with and then I, like i said try to mimic theo Vaughn a little bit with you know um with his um like that right there like just a little confusion just thinking of something outrageous to say right because that's all this is it's just opportunity to just say some random stuff you know and i say random but it's just things that it's things that we're all thinking anyways right but like how how complex can you make the conversation right um but to be honest with you like this is not tough at all and i hate when comedians are like comedy is you know there's there's, there's so many levels to it there's you know there's a layer on top of a layer and then if you're missing that layer you're gonna miss the punchline and the joke and you know just shut the fuck up. it's not that hard i'm gonna be honest it's not that hard like if you're a funny person in everyday life and then you just get comfortable enough speaking you can be you can you can at least do this you know you can at least do a podcast you know, maybe not be upstage, be on stage, you know, because there are, there. I mean, there's an art to it, don't get me wrong, but I hate when they make it seem like it's overly complicated, like you're not a fucking rocket scientist, like chill out, you know what I'm saying, like your job, you make people laugh, but so does probably a million other people, you know what I'm saying, like that old grandpa at home, you know what I'm saying, and his wife been with him for 20, you know, 50 years, he makes her laugh right is he a comedian no but can he do open heart surgery no he can make her laugh though so stop trying to make it seem like you know what i'm saying we out here saving lives you know comedy we co- comics is not out here say we're we're selfish self-absorbed narcissistic narcissistic individuals who just love to talk right we love to get our 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 uh, our thoughts across and have people listen to it you know, and then give us feedback, right? Whether it be positive or negative. You know what I mean? That's all it is. I'm not out here curing cancer. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, not to say I can't, you know, but I can't. But, you know, ain't nothing special about this. I promise you. Um, and yo, yo, as you start to listen to other podcasts as well, if you guys don't already, right, then you'll, you'll see, you know what I'm talking about. There are some podcasts that are fucking terrible, right? Straight up terrible, where you get on and you're listening to, um, you're, you don't know, you can't tell if it's people, you know, putting recycling in the trash can or if it's two people having a conversation you can't tell the difference 
because it's all it's all trash you know it's all trash in the end right he's not gonna do that right go ahead and throw that in there in the end but anyways um that that's that's what you call comedy right look for the callback but um I, I didn't that's I, because it's so complex you you guys wouldn't understand that but what I'm saying is like I snuck that back in there you know callback boom that's what comedy's all about um yeah it's not like we're you know like for instance right I I hold several degrees right um which can make me a lot of money right which can help a lot of people um which can really make a difference right which can really make a difference in people's lives however that's just boring right it's boring we let's let's get into this podcast let's get into this comedy you know let's let's make some jokes right let's make some bad decisions Put your life on the line. Let's get canceled. Come on. Let's get canceled. That's what that's what we're trying to do. You know, that's all we're trying to do is look for an opportunity to say something that pisses somebody off to the point where they're like, I don't want him to make any money anymore. And then I'll be like, okay, cool. Then I'll use those degrees. Then I'll put those degrees to work. But until then, let's let's push the boundary, right? Let's say something so ridiculous that a cross-eyed Ethiopian baby gets pissed off at me, right? Or at least his family. Let's push the boundary, right? That hunchback kid who is chained in the basement, I want him to be upset with me. That's what I'm looking for, right? Or that little eagle-faced girl who keeps knocking on my door, asking, can my kid come play? I'm like, bitch, with your 2020, you know, vision, you know, go somewhere. I want her to get mad at me. I want to push those boundaries to the point where uh, my family wants to disown me. Right? I want to push it so far where they're like, we don't fucking know him. Like he was, I want them to, I want a news article to come out and be like, you know, his estranged family, he hasn't spoken to them in 60, nah, not 60, that's ridiculous. Uh, hasn't spoken to them in 10 years. He's an outcast. He's a black sheep. Right? Let's push the boundaries. Let's spread rumors. Right? Let's spread some rumors. Right? I want to, um, yeah, I want to be able to um, eventually go into the store and just be universally hated. Like, people just be like, man, fuck that guy. And start throwing fucking green beans at me. Like, canned green beans. not You know what I'm saying? Not whole green beans, you fucking animals. Um, um, canned green beans at me. Um, I want someone to go behind the deli counter and just grab a handful of shrimp and just start tossing them at me like, fuck this guy. You know, because they think I'm, they're like something fishy about them and they throw shrimp at me. That's what I'm looking for. Fresh shrimp. Don't fucking get the shrimp that's in the, you know, the container that's in the bag. You know, that's that's frozen. That has to be deveined. Don't throw that shit at me. Throw the, you know, the fresh one that you got to, you know, get from behind the deli. 
Yeah, get that one. You know the one at Fry's or Bash's? Yeah, get that one. Don't fucking go to Food City. You go to Food City and get shrimp, you're an asshole. If you go to Food City and you get shrimp, you deserve to get um, a stomach ache. You deserve it, right? Shitting all night because you went and got shrimp from Food City. You're a you're a you're an asshole, right? I think I would think less of you if you did that. <clears throat> so don't do that. Even even if your plan was to throw it at me, don't get it from Food City, right? Because that would make you a an animal. I almost called you an effing animal, but I'm not. You don't deserve that much. You don't deserve that much. You're just an animal. Yep. Anyways, um, and I know this because I used to go and steal from Food City all the time when I was a kid, right? So, how about that? That's how I know about Food City. Shout out to Food City. You know, um, our brother Jose, his mom worked there. We used to go up there and get free burritos. You know, that was the best back in the day, man. Go up there and get a couple burritos from Food City. I think she made them by hand. They wasn't even. They didn't even sell them bitches there. She just was in the back, just making fucking burritos for us. Yep, that was awesome. usually be a little more prepared where right? I usually have a um, better dialogue ready um, you know I, I usually have like full like topics ready to go um, when I start out but um, you know I, I wasn't I really didn't have a full set planned out for uh, for the podcast today um, uh, mostly I've just been real like anxious you know like just you know and a lot of other stuff going on but like that anxiousness just kind of you know I'm an anxious person you know but it just it doesn't allow me to prepare properly sometimes you know um, um, I become unorganized in my thoughts and my brain and so I'm unable to properly plan and organize things and so so you know wasn't as you know put together as normally you know my podcast would be or the episodes have been um, but, um, yeah, yeah, man, I'm super anxious, dude. Like, I'm not sure about you guys. I'm, you know, but like, you know, I'm the type that I, I do this thing called like security guard mode, right? I go everywhere I go. I just get like real tense. I start looking around like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a bouncer at a club, you know, I'll be standing out front of, you know, Verizon or I'll be standing out front of like Starbucks or something. And people just started handing me IDs, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's at the front of the club, because they're like, hey, you bro, you're so tense. Like, I, I, you're looking around at everything, and I just thought you were the bouncer. I thought you, like, were security here. They start giving, you know what I'm saying? I start checking IDs. I start doing pat-downs. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, one chick, I asked, I, I, I start wanding people. I don't even know where I got the wand from. I just start wanding, you know, double-checking. I'm like, bro, you've been through here twice now. Are you sure you're coming to get coffee? You know, I'm I'm checking people's you know credentials. I'm 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 having them call in like, like ma'am, is is your son over 18? Can he come in? Are you sure he has permission to be here? Um, they're like, what the fuck? Like you got to show ID at Starbucks? I'm like, man, that's how it is now. You know, that's how it is. And 
And then I leave and I'm like, I didn't even get my coffee. I just started working. I just went straight into working security at Starbucks. And I'm like, I don't even know how I got to that. Um, Yeah, I start walking people to their cars, you know, making sure that they're getting in safe. Um, You know, I'm like, it's dangerous out here. They're like, it's 4.30 in the afternoon. I'm like, but you can't, you never could be too safe, you know? Um, and I, I don't know where that stems from, you know, just overly anxious. Um, yeah, just overly anxious, just like naturally just stressed. Like I see more than, I see more than two people and my blood pressure just goes up, you know? And I'm like, why are there, why are there so many people here? You know? And like my, my significant other and my kids, they're like, chill out. Like you're good. Like. It's just us and like another family here. I'm like, but why are they here though? Like they're getting coffee just like you're getting coffee. Why though? Like it's a conspiracy or something. You know, I'm, I'm just getting real tense all of a sudden. You know, and I'm like, I'm waiting in the car. Like it's gonna be quick. Like, like why don't we go through the drive-thru? They don't have a drive-thru here. They're trying to tell me this. And I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm so anxious. I don't even, I don't take the time to see that. You know what I'm saying? It's not a big deal. Like, none of it's a big deal. But I just, you know, just get real, like, tense for no reason. Right? And, um, you know, it sucks because they see it, too, you know? So they're like, oh, is there a threat? You know, there's something to be worried about? And I'm like, you know, I'm like, nah, I ain't, you know, that that squirrel might pop off. But, you know, but um, other than that, we got this shit handled, you know? If he go crazy, I mean, I think I could take him just like, you know, just like I could take Joe Rogan one-on-one. Me and one squirrel, easy. I could take him. Me and two squirrels, we got, I don't know. I don't know. That gets tricky. Two squirrels, one squirrel, yeah. Two, I don't know. Three, fuck no, I'm done. Me versus three squirrels, nope. Not possible. Name a man who took down three squirrels. You can't. It's not. It doesn't exist. You you can't find a man who took down three squirrels, let alone. You know what I'm saying? You you can't find him. You're not gonna find a guy who took down three squirrels. Four? No, you're fucking. You're you're trying to die. You're trying to die. You're talking about four squirrels on one man. It's just not possible, right? It's not possible. I was when I lived in Oklahoma. I was six and zero against uh, raccoons on a one on one. I was six and zero, right? Um, that I snuck up on them though, right? Try to get in trash cans. Snuck up on them. What I did was I had a hole in the bottom of the trash can. So when they jumped in the trash can. I just lifted the trash can top up and the top of the trash can. So they're by themselves now. And you know what I'm saying? And they're so confused by that. Like, how did I end up on the ground? I was in the trash can. How did I end up on the ground that you sneak attack? You know, you just sneak attack them. So I was 6-0, and you know, um, um, in the World Raccoon Fighting Federation. I was 6-0. and um, Every time I go back, they like, they hear about them in town. They... You know what I'm saying? They they all get to scurrying, right? Running away because they already know. They call me the, you know, they call me a raccoon, raccoon the king, right? 
RTK, Raccoon the King. Because as soon as I popped up, oh, here go RTK. I'm like, you already know. Her, you know what I'm saying? I even, I was so, like, I was so involved and I was so, you know, intertwined with this particular fight club that I started um, smoking my eyes, you know, like putting a little, you know, makeup around my eyes, just making make myself look more and more like a raccoon, right? Did the white lines, you know, I had a little fake tail. So when I pulled up, they already knew I got my respect, right? Six and oh. RTK, ask about me. You better, shit, you better ask about me, right? Out there in Oklahoma, 6-0, raccoon fighting. Shit. Praise God. It's out there just whooping, you know, lighting them up. This one raccoon, though, man, he was tough, but like I said, they call me RTK for a reason, baby. But when I come back here to Arizona, Squirrels is on a different level. When I was out there in Oklahoma, um, Squirrels, you know, they heard about me. You know, the raccoons and Squirrels, they talk, right? They talk. They send word. They send, you know what I'm saying? They send the word through the birds. Birds was like chirping. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Right? And then, you know what I'm saying? Well, it got back to them. And so they already knew. Don't fuck with me. RTK, but then I come to Arizona. They don't know. They, they they're not aware of my skill set, you know, and that I that I'm classically trained, right? And um, there's uh, raccoon jitsu. They didn't know, but you know. So, but but like I said, you know, but three. I'm you know what I'm saying like I'm I'm doing all right in the Oklahoma you know sector, but. Not, not so much in Arizona. Like, you know, they got those flying squirrels. Like I said, that's what I'm saying. I can't go three. I can't go three on one with flying squirrels. It's not. It's just not gonna work. So that's why I'm so agitated all the time. Because I'm think I'm always wondering, like, one of these days, man, between these raccoons and these squirrels, they're gonna team up and they're gonna pull a sneak attack on me, right? They're gonna pull a sneak attack on me. I'm be laying in bed. They're gonna sneak up, right? You know what I'm saying? They're going to do me like Scar on Lion King. Talking about uh, long live the king. Right when they throw me off the cliff. So that's what I'm looking forward to. You know, but that's why I got to get a dog. I got to get a dog who, you know, who's loyal. You know, so I can stop, you know, being anxious all the time. You know, just stop thinking about all this raccoon on squirrel on human crime. You know, I could just let it all go. And, you know, put it on his shoulders because that's what we do, right? Just like with the social, you know, you put it on someone else's shoulders, right? You put it on their shoulders. Once again, it's what you call a callback. It's comedy, baby. This is this is real comedy. It takes an intellectual like myself to remember that callback and be like, remember when I said earlier that uh, we're going to go ahead and put your stress on somebody else? Bam, put it on a dog. Anyways, um, that's all we got. This has been another episode of In The End. Y'all keep easy.